Your hair is looking extra curly today, Wells. It's so long. I just don't know what to do anymore, you know? Shave it up. Shave it up. I can't because I told you this before. I've got a huge bald spot on my head. Who cares? Let that baby shine. <laughs> I, think I don't think that's how it works. Let that baby... You don't know because you haven't tried. That's fair. But uh, I've got a huge bald spot and like my my head's like dented from when I stuck my head in the oven at two years old trying to get cookies and I shoved my head up into the broiler. <laughs> Explains so much. I still think you could just give it a go. I feel like we're about to go back to normal life. Tennessee's going back, baby. We're we're opening up. Tennessee's like, you know what? We got tornadoes. We got yeah. fucking Corona. We got murder wasps. I mean, literally, let's just go back to work. Yeah. It's it time. can't get any worse. You want our firstborn son? Fine. Take it. Really, truly, we did have some storms over the past two nights, and my power went out. The Wi Fi was out for like a whole day and a half. It was apocalyptic over here. Dude, a, a tree fell in my sister's yard, a huge one, and almost it could have taken out their entire house. Ooh, yeah, I was seeing that too. Thankfully, no, no, no trees fell on my property, but it was it was pretty scary over here. Yeah, don't you just love finding a concert ticket stub from 2017, back when the world was full of promise, mm-hmm. happiness, yeah. joy? Yeah. John Mayer live at Bridgestone Arena. Oh, great night. <sighs> too big of a venue. For him. I mean, I agree, but I'll take what I can get because I love me some John Mayer. Have you ever met John Mayer? Yes. This is a great story. Okay. I don't remember the year, but it was when Miley was still Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to dig up the photo to post on the Instagram this week. She was on tour. She was on the tour where she was like half Hannah, half Miley. Like she played like 30 minutes as Hannah, then did a wardrobe change while the Jonas Brothers played. And then she came back out as Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Pretty messed up now that I look back on it, but that's what she did. And John Mayer came to her concert. I don't even know what city we were in, but it was back when I had like two-toned hair, like blonde on top and black underneath. And he was by himself. Like, it's not like he like brought his cousin or niece or somebody young to like justify being there. It was just him. And he brought her a handwritten framed copy of Vultures because it's her favorite John Mayer song. Mm-hmm. How sick is that? Wait, so he wrote it out like in a on a piece of paper or is it like yeah, a exactly. single? Oh, okay. Like handwritten. Super nice. Did he leave his phone number on there too? Probably. But I was so starstruck I didn't pay attention. But yeah, probably. Yeah. Cause like not too long after that he dated Taylor Swift, so Yeah. My boy likes to take down I mean like here's the thing. Here's the thing. John Mayer is a star. My boy. My boy. Here's the thing. John Mayer is a star, but John Mayer is also a star fucker. Yeah. You know? But he can do whatever he wants. Totally. I mean, like, it's 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 unfair, really. But, he, like, yeah. straight up star fucker. So funny. But anyway, that's that was when I met John Mayer. And I do have a photo of me and Miley with him. My mom might be in the picture, too. I'm going to dig it up. Oh, we got to see it. Yeah. I'm excited about the show today because later on we're going to have Chloe from Too Hot to Handle. I miss that show. I do too. Bring it back. I know. Shove them all back in the same room. Can't they just do like a live version of it? Like shove a bunch of people in a house and just like live stream it? Yeah. Sounds great. But like one person has the Rona and like, (laughs) so instead of $100,000, you could get Corona. (laughs) Actually, it would be kind of fascinating to see like everyone living in a house one person has it and you're trying so hard not to get it that poor person would just like you just feel like a piece of shit yeah i don't know what to talk about here we could start the show 
All right, let's do it. Um, you or me? I think it's my turn. Go for it. Quarantine bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Still quarantined, kind of. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> Very excited. Later on the show, we're gonna have Chloe on from Too Hot to Handle. Mm-hmm. Do you think she's gonna spill like major tea, or do you think she's gonna be media trained? I don't think you can train that woman to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Yeah. I mean, no offense, but like, I, I mean, she's amazing and wonderful, but like, doesn't seem like she's adhering to scripts over here, you know? Yeah, you're right. This, that's good news for us. Hey, when does your cook show come out? On Sunday. Oh, thank goodness. I need something new to watch. Yeah. Six episodes of me looking like a dipshit on the Food Network. Perfect. Who do you think's going to win? Do you think it's going to be Johnny Bananas? Do you think it's going to be Robin Gibbons? Do you think it's going to be Joey Gladstone, a.k.a. Dave Couillet? Do you think it's going to be Brian Posehn? Do you think it's going to be... Is the person that wins the worst cook or the best cook? It's like everyone comes there pretty bad, and then whoever is like makes the most gr- makes the most growth, you know. Mm, I could see Joey doing pretty good. Joey Gladstone, for sure. I mean, like, he's a fan yeah. favorite. Like, everyone wants him to win because everyone wants Uncle Joey to do well. Yeah. So it makes sense. Okay. So you're That's riding right. the full house train. Yeah, I am. Whatever happens to predictability, the milkman, the paper boy, the evening TV. <laughs> what is his voice? I miss my old familiar friends. Because that's how it sounds. It's a little bit of a <laughs> Everywhere you look, everywhere there's a bond. You know every word. I need to hold on to you. Oh, yeah? Can you do this one? It's a rare condition in this day and age. Reading the good news on the newspaper page. Nothing to listen but a grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. Because all I see is the power of dreams. Real love bursting out of every scene. Days go by. Because it's the bigger love of the family. <laughs> Do you know what the show that's from? No. Fuck, dude. Really? I don't think so. Family Matters. Oh, I wasn't really big into that show. What about this one? Step by step, day oh, yeah. by day. People make it better. Second time around. <laughs> you know what show I loved was The Wonder Years. Oh, yeah. That was a Beatles song was the intro, right? Yeah, great show. I wanted to be Winnie Cooper so bad. I met Winnie Cooper once. I think you told us that actually on the pod. Yeah, I met Winnie Cooper and I met Daniel Fischel, a.k.a. Topanga. Yeah, Topanga. And both of them dated the brothers. In, they were brothers mm-hmm. in real life. Yeah. Um, Savage brothers. Are they, are they both directors? I don't know, I'm sure. Corey directed a couple episodes of Hannah Montana back in the day. Really? So I got to meet him then. Yeah. Interesting. What is your favorite theme song ever? I don't know. I don't really listen to theme songs. Really? I mean, like, I I tune out in the beginning, the intro. I'm like, "Mm, get to the show. Maybe Friends. I'll be there for you. Yeah. Who was that? Was that the Bodines? Uh, no. Actually, I don't know. The Rembrandts. How could we forget? All right, let's get into it. That's a that's a great song. 
We all got to sing it together. Iconic. No one told you life was gonna be this way. You love life's DOA. By the way, okay, so hold on. Okay, so I think it was Vanessa Hudgens was singing this with Jimmy Fallon. I saw like on Instagram. And I never knew the lyric was your love life's DOA, like dead on arrival. Dead on arrival, yeah. That's amazing. What do you mean you didn't know that? I don't know. How does it start? What do you think it was? How does the song start? Your life's a joke, you're broke. Your love life's... I think I thought it was like, your love life is the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Your life's a joke, you're broke. Your love life's the same way. Yeah. (laughs) And then you're always stuck in second gear. Oh, man. Dude, you know who should have really been fucking on Listen to Your Heart? This guy, all right? I've come out swinging with the heavy hits and the sultry, buttery vocals... Move aside, Miley Cyrus. Wells Adams is coming for your gig. I don't know about that. Okay. What's, what was the Brady Bunch theme? Well, here's a story of lovely lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who that was, who was a, bringing up three very lovely girls, all of them like their mother, the youngest one in curls. Well, here's a story right. of a man named Brady who was bringing up three boys of his own. Something, something. Did you know the one I remember the entire fucking thing to? Hmm. Now sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port upon this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailor man, skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. The weather started getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed. Without the help of the fearless crew, the minnow would be lost. The minnow would be lost. The ship set the ship set ground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle with Gilligan, the skipper too, the millionaire and his wife, the movie what star, the, hell is this? the pre- professor and Marianne here on Gilligan's Isle. What the fuck? You don't know the Gilligan Island theme song? Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't get into that. I will concede that it is a show that is even before my time, but... Uh, I, I was used- going to say I'm too young. I mean, I am too, but like I used to wake up fucking super early and just fucking love me some Gilligan's Island, dude. Loved it. Uh, what about Fresh Prince theme song? I Here's the thing. like I feel like the Fresh Prince theme song is like almost overdone, you know? But iconic. For sure. Speaking of Gilligan's Island and being shipwrecked and being on a ship and stuff. God damn, were you right about Outer Banks? I freaking told you. Dude. Did you finish it? Oh, I finished it in like two days. Kidding me? It's so good. My favorite thing about Outer Banks is this, is that everyone calls John, John B. John B, John B. Oh, I his best know. friends, John B. The cops, John B. Police, everyone. Everyone, everyone calls Even him John like B. the girlfriend in distress, John B. I know. It's like, are you on The Bachelorette and there are like five other Johns and you, you we had to differentiate? Well, there's too many Hannahs. You be Hannah Ann. There's too many Johns. You be John B. I don't know. How that show is for kids, I do not understand. Everyone's doing drugs and freaking. I, know, I told you it was edgy. It's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's great. It's great stuff. Okay, so here's my thing. My favorite, favorite character on Outer Banks. Here's the thing. I know Charles Aston, the dad, like the bad guy dad. He, he slays it. He does, but, like, I've just known him as such a good guy for so long, you know? 
Like from whose line is it anyways to Nashville? Like he's, and I yeah, know Nashville. him personally. He's such a nice guy. It's hard for me to believe that he's like a bad guy. Yeah, I think he does a good job though. He does. He's great. Um, But I got to say, my fave care is JJ. Really? JJ's got a great character arc. And you know what? Can someone get JJ some Punan? Like everyone else is hooking up on this show and JJ's just getting JJ's getting the shit kicked out of him by his dipshit father yeah, left and right. Bad. And no one will, you know, give him a handy, an inverted I handy. I, I just he does the dumbest shit. Like that's that's why he's not my fave. Like there's just sometimes some of the things he does, I'm just like, Can you get the frick out? Like you're you're really just no. The gun, whipping the gun out all the time. Like, can you not? I know. But you know? here's the thing. The smartest guy in the show is also the dumbest guy in the show. Hey, Pope. Hey, Pope. <laughs> hey, why don't you finish your fucking interview for college and then go tell all okay. your friends about whatever you figured out? Okay? I know. Oh, really? What? You're you're going to sink a $30,000 boat, bro? Really? How is that smart no, at all? No. But then JJ comes through and steps up. I know. JJ's the hero. That was cool. That was cool. Anyways, yeah, Outer Banks, guys. If you haven't gotten into it, I don't care if you're 17. I don't care if you're 75. All right? Yeah, watch it. Watch it and just be into it because it's great. It's fucking, I mean, you were right, man. It is The Outsiders meets The Goonies meets The O.C. And everyone's attractive on it. Is that weird to say? I'm sure those kids are all like in their 20s. You know? Yeah, it's 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 just like the OC. Remember, they were like twenty five, like yeah, yeah, seventeen yeah. year olds. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, like John B's love interest, the the rich chick. Mm-hmm. You know what she was in? Mm-mm. Stranger Things. Oh, who was she? She's like one of the friends. She's not like a big, not a big character, but she's in it. Oh, gotcha. Okay, that's enough about Outer Banks. Let's call Chloe right now because I want to talk to her about too hot to handle and Lana being the biggest cock block of them all. Hello, can you see me? Yes. Yeah. Hi. Hi. How is the quality of the video? Because I have got another phone that has Skype on. You're... I think it's great. Okay, real quick. I am so excited to have Chloe on YFT right now. By the way, I'm Wells. That's Brandy. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Do you have any idea who we are? To be honest. I didn't even know that like podcasts were a thing until I started um, getting requests to be on podcasts. Yeah. So I know. So here's my I love it. Here's my question: Have you ever heard of a show called Bachelor in Paradise? Is that the Bachelor where he gives a rose to loads of different girls? That's the Bachelor, and then there's the Bachelorette, where it's a a girl that gives a rose to loads of different guys. And then there's a show called Bachelor in Paradise, which basically was the show that you thought you were going on in Too Hot to Handle. (laughs) And in the States, that show is very popular, and I am the bartender on that show, and I give drinks, and I serve drinks, and then I give, like, bad advice or good advice to everyone there that's dating each other. So you guys were basically on the Bachelor in Paradise ripoff, but the thing was that you guys couldn't hook up with anybody, which was the big twist. Did you like doing the show? Well, I mean, the Bachelor in Paradise sounds much more fun, doesn't it? Oh, don't worry. (laughs) Don't worry. I have connections, and if you think that I haven't put your name in the hat for this show, you're crazy. God, you are a diamond, aren't you? I mean, yeah, definitely. I enjoyed doing it. If I would have known the twist before 
going in, I probably would have been a bit more hesitant of going in. Um, because I mean, I thought it would have been boring, like, <laughs> fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> But by the way, the show is amazing. I have a lot of questions about it. Specifically, was it so weird that you could like walk in with people like when guys were showering? Like, I felt like that's such a weird thing where girls would be like walking in and be like, all right, nice dick. All right, here we go. Got to get out of here. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I was very self-conscious when I was in the shower because there was literally cameras pointing right at the showers um but obviously they couldn't see anything because it was like um a misty glass in the middle so like you were covered but they could see your head and they could see your feet so if any hanky panky were to happen they could see it and you also had to take your mics off and put them right next to the shower so if you were to speak and um say that you'd kiss someone lana would then know as well did anyone get away with shit that lana didn't catch no (laughs) No fucking way. Lana literally is the eyes and ears of the house. She has eyes everywhere and you cannot get away with anything. And say if I kissed someone and wanted it to be a secret, I would then tell my friend. And if she didn't see it, she would then hear it because I'm blabbermouthing. You weren't allowed to jerk off or flick the bean from what I understand. But how would Lana know that if you're in like the bathroom and you're like, Lana, I'm going to take a shit. And then you went badgered the witness for a couple of minutes. That's a bit of a tricky question because um, there wasn't any live recorded cameras in the actual toilet cubicle. But I mean, the toilet cubicle, you could hear people walking outside and you could hear people talking and shouting and laughing. And it was constant like, right, someone else needs a toilet now. So you didn't really have time to think about that. And when you're in a type of environment, yeah, you are horny. You've been told you can't kiss someone. It makes you want to do it more. I, I didn't get that feeling. I didn't think for once, I'm going to go to the toilet and flip the bean. Like, that wasn't <laughs> in my head. I just wanted to be, like, involved in the conversations that were happy, happening and, like, kind of get down with the goss that was happening in the house. The dudes were thinking about it. I definitely think the dudes were thinking about it 110%. David, when he got told he couldn't, he was like, Oh, my God. How am I going to cope without doing that? When I did The Bachelorette, we had, like, a bet to see who could go the longest without it. And and I, I, weirdly enough, like, I think when you don't have, like, your phone or, like, a tablet to, like, you know, enjoy. Help you out. To help you out. It's not as hard. <laughs> but I think I made it. I think I made it six weeks into the show before I was like, you know what? Whoa. I got to go to the bathroom for a little bit crank one out i think i found we were in argentina i think i found some like weird fucking argentinian magazine that was like all right (laughs) this will work (laughs) the one thing that i still haven't gathered i know they made a joke of it on on the show when i asked bryce is blue balls a real thing i still don't i don't know the answer to that yet like is it stupid because i said that like is blue balls a real thing like do you actually do your testicles turn blue? Do they start hurting if you don't? I don't think they actually turn blue. It's not like, Violet, your scrot is turning violet. Uh, <laughs> it does ache a little bit. Like, if you get if you get kind of aroused. Here's the thing. We have a lot of women listening to this show, so it was whatever. But I feel like guys use that. They overplay that a little bit for, like, a sympathy blowy, you know? A hundred thousand percent <laughs> they do. I've had quite a few times when they're like oh but i need to finish yeah. and i'm like yeah well so why you don't fucking bitch me off <laughs> do you know what i mean totally 
Are they going to do a second season? And if so, I assume they will. And if they do, are you going to be in it? Um, to be honest, I don't know if they're going to be doing a second season. Um, I hope they do because I really just want to watch the show from my point my point of view because I've already been through it and experienced it. So I really hope there's another season. I loved it so much. Yeah, I don't. What are you talking about? You need to go back because you didn't find love, and we're all rooting for you. Yeah, but she's playing it right. She needs to come in like those three did at the end where there's only like you come in like with two episodes left and you totally like blow up some relationships and make some get get some drama stirring no. around. That's when you need to come in. No, that's what I was on Paradise and that sucks. You want to be there day one. You want to be an OG because then you get the most time there to create lasting relationships. And financially, generally, you get paid by the day or by the episode. So the more episodes, the more days you're there, the more money you get. So... I'm just telling yeah definitely I get that I just think I would rather my own show I think going back on to the show that I've already been on like I feel like I've already emotionally invested myself into that process and I don't need to do it again it was like a sex rehab for me I've learned what I've needed to get out of it I haven't found love but I've got the tools to find love and put it to practice once quarantine's ended man if bachelor in paradise no like they need to bring you on yeah you, that would just be gold. I'm telling you. Do you think? I, I need to watch Bachelor in Paradise now. You do. You need to go watch the last season. You've got time. You've got quarantine time. Just go. Yeah. And, I'm telling you, you'll you'll absolutely love it. Oh, good. I'm glad. Okay, so the show's called Your Favorite Thing uh, Podcast, where we talk about what our favorite things are. Obviously, your show was one of our favorite things, so we like to get our guests to tell us what their favorite things are right now, whether it's books or movies or television shows or Instagram follows. What are some of your favorite things, Chloe? I know it's really, like, sad, but my MAC teddy bear lipstick <laughs> is literally, like... I can't leave the house without it. I go to sleep with it on. I wake up with it on. All right. We got to get some money from fucking Mac. Yeah. <laughs> Mac, pay up. Mac, give us some money. Anything else? See, I don't really read, but I do watch quite a few films and series. So at the moment, I am absolutely obsessed with Liar. It's on ITV. I don't know if you guys would have it in um, America. It's like BBC. It's like okay. a channel on, on TV. But yeah, it's just a program on that. And I'm just obsessed. Yeah, it's about a guy that kind of meets this woman. And he like does some horrible things to her and lies about it. And then the whole series is just about like people getting murdered, like this whole story unfolds. And she was a teacher, he was a heart surgeon and he loses his job, he ends up getting killed. And then like, oh, it's just, you need to watch it. It sounds kind of like, like we you. might be able to watch it on Amazon. Oh really? That's usually how they do it. I'm into it, I'm gonna find it. Where are you by the way? Like what country are you in? I'm in England. So I'm about an hour and a half away from London. I'm in Essex. Oh. Okay. Do you have any celebrity crushes? Leonardo DiCaprio when he was in Titanic. Super hot. So thin oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Besides <laughs> <laughs> anyone else, no one's really on the radar for me at the minute. I feel like you need to get some on the radar because I feel like you're in a great position to actually like go on some dates with some celeb crushes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I think I need to set that up, really. I don't want to spread my eggs about that much and then kind of get lost track of who I'm talking to because that normally happens. I get overexcited and then I start messaging like loads of people and then they're like, oh, hi, oh, hi, oh, hey, what are you doing? Hello. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's like a full time job. You've got to message them all back. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. You, you need an assistant for 
your vagina, apparently. You need someone yeah. just working for your dating life. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I'll get on to my manager. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe, thank you so much for being on YFT. It's uh, really nice to meet you via Skype. And you were so wonderful on TV. It's really nice to see that you're even more wonderful off TV. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I really hope to see you on Paradise. Mm -hmm. I'm pushing for it. I'll, I'll have to watch it 100%. Definitely. Go, go watch it. It's you. I think you'll like it. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, if it's got hanky-panky, fit girls and guys, I'll watch it. Oh, yeah, they've got a room. What's it called? The Boom Boom Room? Yeah, the Boom Boom Room and the Treehouse. It's network TV. It's ABC. So there's a bigger budget. So they actually go on fun date, like helicopter rides and stuff like that. Guys, you need to pull some strings. I got yeah, you. Yeah, we do. I got you. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Chloe. Have a great quarantine and um, good luck with all them DMs, girl. If I need someone to help me, I'll give you a call. I got you. Yeah, Wells needs a job. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Bye. See ya. So funny. She's the cutest. She is beautiful. She was beautiful on TV, but you, you just over FaceTime, like, she is stunning. I know, I think it's so funny, because I've been doing so many of these interviews, and there's two types of people in the world. There are people that get dressed up for, like, a Zoom call, and mm -hmm. there are people like you and I, who uh, <laughs> were both still in sweats, you know? Yeah, haven't showered in a couple of days, nah. kind what, of vibe. What's a shower? I don't know. What's that? Okay, do you have any other favorite things, bro? Wells, I got to do one of my favorite things this week and lay out in the sun by the pool. It was finally warm enough. Nice. And it gave me, I know. And it gave me the perfect excuse to shave my legs. Yes, I did. Whipped out my favorite razor, my Billy razor, shaved my legs, my armpits, and just really all the things. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're talking yes, about the disco no. bush. Whoa. Hey, nothing I mean, wrong with yeah. it. Dude, normalize disco bush. All right. I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's gone now, thankfully. Right. You guys know we love the Billy Razor. They've created everyday essentials by delivering premium razors and high-performing body care directly to you. No pink tax, no visit to the drugstore, no breaking the bank. Go to Billy.com and get their starter kit for just $9, and it includes the award-winning razor, two refill blades, and a magnetic holder that keeps your razor safe and dry in between uses. And Billy is out to change the way you shave. They've also released three completely clean must-have products to add to your routine lip balm dry shampoo and face wipes guys i love this company they're cruelty free it's really hard to find shaving cream and stuff that's cruelty free and they do it so stock up for just nine bucks you get your starter kit plus free shipping always go to mybilly.com slash yft spelled my b-i-l-l-i-e.com slash yft you know who we should send some uh, Billy Razors to? Rosemary on uh, 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Big Ed saying, ooh, smooth. Brand I, Mother's Day, yep. right around the corner, right? Oh, I'm so glad you reminded me. I've got an idea for you. Hit me. Okay. Remember, it, I think it was last year when I was talking to you guys about story worth. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we gave it to my dad for Father's Day, and he's absolutely loving it. He's almost done with it. So here's the deal. Basically, every week, StoryWorth sends my dad a question about his childhood, him growing up. And it's all, and so I see all the questions, and then he answers it. 
then they compile it into this book that you can keep as a keepsake for years to come. Give it to grandchildren, great-grandchildren. They get to learn who their bapa was or their great-grandpa was, or their vuzi or their vazi was. And it's so cool. And I'm learning, so, and I know my dad, I'm learning so much because it's questions that I would never even think to ask, you know? It'll be like, yeah. what did your dad do for a living? And I found out that my grandfather was a broom salesman, but really he was a card shark and he would just travel around pretending to sell brooms and really was a card shark. And my father ended up paying his medical school tuition with rolls of $100 bills that my grandfather won as a card shark. How freaking dope is that? That's wild, actually. Right? Yeah, super sick, though. Yeah. I love this idea. I really do. My mom's birthday is actually like the day after Mother's Day. So I need a really good gift for this year. So I'm going to check this out. Faux show. Learn about your relatives and the things you may not know about them with weekly questions, uh, insight, entertaining, surprising, and sometimes moving responses. And after a year, your loved one's stories uh, and uploaded pictures are bound into a beautiful keepsake book and the shipping is free. You can email your loved one's story worth subscriptions directly to them so they can access and activate their account at any time, whether you schedule uh, the email in advance or share immediately. It's a perfect gift when you can't go shopping or meet in person, like during a quarantine. Very true. Give your mom the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com slash YFT and you'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash YFT, 10 bucks off, seriously. My dad's like really into this. And I'll tell you who else is really into this because I come from a big family. My dad's pumped to see the book, but my siblings are like, wait, I want a copy of that. You know, like everyone's involved totally. in this. So it's a really good idea. So check it out. Story worth. Super cool. We got to talk. Listen to your heart. Oh my God. We got to talk. Listen to her fart. <laughs> she is farting on you. Okay. Yeah. Let's unpack it. Where do we start? We need to get the queer eye for the straight guy guys over to the house. We need to bring Sheridan in. We need to do a full makeover on him. Okay. No more of this like mountain man, Chris Stapleton thing. Let's Cut the hair in because like, he's got great hair. We can we can mold this man. We need to shape the beard up a little bit. All right, Shane. Where are you going with this? You want him to be the bachelor? Yes, I do. Because me too. Right? It, it, it wouldn't take much. Like he's a really good looking guy. He's just rough Super around hot. the edges. But his like the, we also though like don't need to do too much because he has like great style. Like I love all his like chunky rings. Like he's so like rock and roll. I think we we need a rock and roll bachelor. Yeah, it's time. I'm here for it. I just think he needs to be the hair and like the beard is just off putting enough for women. And but but if you just if you just a little bit fix it up, it's such a good looking dude. You know what? I'm here for it first thought was Sheridan for batch yeah Harrison posted a picture of uh of Julia and Brandon singing and I wrote please bring her to Mexico and I've never seen so many people be like no no don't you bring her to Mexico don't you dare bring Sheridan da, 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 da. and to that I'm like guys she would be fucking amazing down there what are you talking she about would, yeah. You can't have yeah, nothing but nice people down there. Sheridan's way too good for paradise. He needs to be the bachelor. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Julia, man, I, there's a lot to say about 
her in last night's episode, I feel. But, like, at the end when she's just, like, bawling, crying, and she's just like, I didn't deserve to be treated this way. Uh, Yeah, you did. I was watching with Sarah last night, and I was like, I love her so much. And she's like, you always like the villain. And I'm like, no, I don't, it's not, the, not the I love the villain. I love that there is someone out there that is filming a television show that either gives zero fucks about how they look or is so completely, completely delusional about their whole persona that they are able to act like that. There is no way if she sat down and thought about how this was going to look, she had to know it was going to look so bad. Yeah, I don't think she knows, man. And also, I mean, she does now, obviously, but at the time. I just also love that, like, I wanted the two... Can can two gaslighters coexist in a relationship where they're both gaslighting one another? Because it would be so amazing just to watch Julia and Brandon just gaslight each other for, like, an entire series. If I have to hear Brandon say sweet oh my god one more time i'm gonna puke my guts out yeah just for for the 17 guys that listen to this show never call a woman sweetie never especially in the tone he uses yeah. like it is disgusting yeah. please stop yeah but even in like oh sweetie still don't do it no, it's still not good but yeah. he always says it kind of condescendingly oh, and yeah. it makes me want to punch him in the face for sure i want to throat punch you and when he was talking to savannah by the way i love savannah during their argument, like during their final conversation, she was so on her shit about what she what to say to him. Like she was confident in what she was saying. She like knew she deserved better. Mm-hmm. She was like said everything like just she just said everything so well. I was just like, yes, girl, I am here for this. He and he's like, uh, can we have an adult conversation? Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me, bro? Yeah. I cannot with him. When Julie was breaking up with Jared and Sheridan's like, all right, I'll see you later. And she's like, really? That's it? I love that because she wanted him to fucking cry and like, and like bigger, like she wanted that. And he was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of here. And then, yeah. and it was like, I was like, yeah. But then he stopped and he was like, I'm laughing because it's because I don't want to cry. And I'm like, no, don't you do that, Sheridan. You fucking make her feel like shit because she deserves it. Oh man. I, yeah. Last night's episode was good. I like it. was good. I thoroughly I know. enjoyed it's like, it. It's like, here's the thing about Natasha. Does she like to stir the pot? Yes. She came in guns blazing yeah. on, um, what's his name? That's American Idol guy. And so it's like, did you, you know, is Julia, is Julia right about Natasha? Just like stirring the shit? Yes. But was Natasha wrong for telling her? No. And regardless of what her intention was, like, Julia, like, I, if I were Julia, I would have been like, you know what? Your timing is off, but, like, thank you for letting me know. Yeah. Like, thanks for having my back. Like, it's just nuts. But here's the thing about Natasha and Ryan. Do you see anything except for two people that are both really talented that just want to win and that are playing the part just to play the part and win? No. I, I see no romantic chemistry with them. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like Ryan and Natasha, out of everybody, seem like they have the most experience performing. And to me, it's just like they're both like, you know what? Are we in love with each other? Nah, but like you're hot and let's just play the part and like win this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the best singer is, is her name Rudy? Rudy, she slays. She got the best voice. She she slays. And I love Matt. He's been my fave from the beginning. Yeah, aside from his shit fade, he is great. You know? It works for him. I think he's adorable. And I love that like – 
like he's good, you know, like he's good. He's got a good voice and he's a good guitar player. Like I wouldn't say great. I would say good. She is phenomenal. And he knows that. And he just like, he just like does his thing and like lets her shine. And it makes their performances just so epic. So anyways, yeah, listen to your heart. Doing great. Yeah. Big fan. I got some other stuff. What you got? Did you know that I used to do improv classes? No. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring the show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible Weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. And right now, Base is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. Okay, so by the way, one of my favorite things in the world is improv. My original dream job was to be a writer, not a cast member, a writer on SNL. Way that would have been the- sick. I know. Way back in the day. So when I was in Nashville doing radio, I used to do improv classes. One, because um, my initial thought was it, it it's, re- it's a really good tool to have in radio, like to be able to like continue storylines and um, like always be thinking of like how the punchline hits and like it's a really good radio tool. And then I did it and it was like the most fun I've ever had in anything. And I'm not the best improv person, but like I've never belly laughed harder when I did improv and like everyone should do it. If you have any type of public speaking you ever have to do, you should do improv. I say all that to say, have you seen Middle Ditch and Swartz on Netflix? Never even heard of it. Okay, so it's Tom Middleditch. He is the main character, the lead in uh, Silicon Valley. Great show, by the way. And then um, it's Ben Schwartz, who he's been in everything. But like, I think the thing that people would recognize him most from is from Parks and Rec. He's on that show. You know, you know that famous like, don't be suspicious. No, don't be suspicious. No, be suspicious. He's that guy. Anyways, they're both phenomenal improv guys. They have a Netflix special right now called Middle Distance Sports, which was a, a touring company, and they do long-form improv. So it's not like really quick bits. It's like 30-minute complete improv stories that they're creating from just like a, one story that they hear in the audience. It's like really impressive that they're able to kind of like – they'll do like 16 different characters in one 30-minute show, and they'll make them up all on the spot. And if you want like a good belly laugh, Go watch Middle Dish and Swartz. There's like five of them. It's so good. Damn. You know what else I've been getting into? What? Have you been watching The Beauty and the Baker? <laughs> I saw this in your notes. And I was, I, my first thought was, we better be getting paid to talk about this show if we're going to talk about this show. You it looks don't ridiculous. like it? It looks so stupid. Maybe I can just relate to it because it's about like an ordinary guy 
land in a super famous, beautiful, way out of his league chick. You like this show, legitimately. I kind of do, dude. What is wrong with you? You're losing it. No, I, first of all, cushy time spot. It's right after Listen to Your Heart. So I'm just like, let's get into it. I, I like it. At first, I was like, there's no way in God's green earth that that chick would ever date a, that guy. Because he's kind of like plain looking. He's not like super hot, you know? He's not like John B. <laughs> but then I started watching. And the more I watched it, I'm, the more I'm relating to this guy, you know? It's like, yeah, you know, oh. sometimes, sometimes you just fucking outkick your coverage and good on you, bro. And sometimes, you know, a baker in Miami lands a smoking hot fucking actress. It happens. Do they? I don't know, no. but dude, I'm telling you, the beauty of the baker, don't sleep on it, bro. The name honestly just I turns know. me off so bad. I just can't watch it. I know, but still. Oh my God. And, and I'm sorry, I'm still doing 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days, guys. Oh my God. It's just getting better and better, dude. Big Ed and Rosemary. Big Ed doesn't want to have any more kids and, and Rose does. And like, that's a big problem. Oh, my favorite part was Big Ed giving Rosemary fucking toothpaste because she's got bad breath. And then she's like, I have an ulcer, you piece of shit. It's amazing. Oh my God. But still, the show's so good. You got Nip Tats. I don't know. You got the Williams. You got Big Ed. Oh, man. Get in on it. What do you got? I got a book. I feel like we haven't talked books in a really long time. Okay. Right? When's the last time you read a book? Well, listened to a book. Been a minute, right? I'm listening to one right now, so I'll be, I'm going to talk about one right after you're done. I, 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 oh, really? How yeah. convenient. Well, hold on. Well, I, we talked about The Circle a couple episodes ago. I really liked that book. Oh, yeah, but that was a show. Oh, no, the movie. It was a movie, but I read the book. The book's, I re- and I went back and watched the movie. It's close, but the book is so much better. Well, that's always the case, isn't it? Yeah. So the last book I read was that Jar of Hearts book, which, by the way, I continue to get people DMing me, telling me how much they freaking love that book. So if you slept on Jar of Hearts, I highly recommend getting it. Because my, my, my friend Kirsten, one of my friends here in Nashville, she came over this weekend and we like laid by the pool yesterday or the day before. She read that book in one day and it's like a thick book. She loved it. Real quick, t- tell me what that's about because I'll, I'll read it next. It's, it's uh, about a serial killer up in like Washington State who like dismembers people and buries their parts in the yard but like doesn't really try that hard to hide it. Mm-hmm. But it's about these like high school kids. The most popular girl in high school is the one that gets murdered. This happens like right off the bat. And then it's like a serial killer that you find out killed her but that like, it goes deep and, it, and her best friend was like involved in it and she gets put in jail and so a lot of the book is about like her life in jail which is crazy and then she gets released and then you find out all this other crazy stuff. There's so many twists. It's so good. All right. I'm into that. That was Jar of Hearts. Okay. Anyway, what are you on right now? This one. So I picked this book up. I'm not going to lie. I mainly picked it up because I really liked the cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty colors, like pink, purple, green. Looks like uh, the Northern Lights, like big fan. So picked it up because I liked that. But I, I just started it. I'm really only a few chapters in, but I'm really loving it. I'll read the back. Wait, Brandy, um, Brandy, people can't see our screens, so they have no idea what the name of the book is. Oh, just kidding. It's called <laughs> The Lost Night by Andrea Bartz. Okay. And I think this is, I think this is Andrea Bartz's first book. Okay. This is an impressive debut, so I'm assuming it's her first one. I think that's what that means, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to read a synopsis on the back. 
Everyone was shocked when beautiful 23-year-old scenester Edie killed herself after a night of partying in Brooklyn. But did she really? Mm -hmm. Ten years later, her best friend Lindsay begins to question if something more sinister took place that drunken night. And worse, if she herself was involved. Ooh. So it's kind of similar to the Jar of Hearts in the way that it's like the you know, the best friend is like, like wait, was the best friend involved? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, I really, really like it. I, like I said, I've, I've literally only read a few chapters, but I'm into it. And I will probably finish it this week. So I will give a full review. Once done. All right. So do you remember the book that I read that I was like obsessed with called The Visible Man? Yes. I've talked about it a lot. And <clears throat> like, seriously. That's the one that was a movie? It, we thought it was, but it's not. It's similar, but it's not. If seriously, if you are looking for like a week, like a crazy awesome book, you need to go read The Visible Man by Chuck Kloisterman. With that being said, I went to my, my book guru, Alon Gale, because we have similar tastes in books. And I was like, I'm obsessed with The Visible Man. I reread it recently during the quarantine. What else do I need, need to read? And he was like, well, have you read Raised in Captivity? It's Kloisterman's other book of short stories. And I was like, no. And I've never been a short story reader and I tell you what, ding for Love short it? stories because it's very similar to binging a television show. I can see that. 30 minutes and you get on an entire story and then you're on to the next thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Microdoses of straight dope. Stories so true they had to be wrapped in fiction for our own protection. From the best-selling author of But What If We're Wrong, a man flying first class discovers a puma in the lavatory. A new coach of a small-town Oklahoma school football team installs an offense comprised of only one very special play. A man explains to the police why he told the employee of his local bodega that his colleague looked like the lead singer of Depeche Mode, a statement that may or may not have led in some way to a violent crime. So it's all these like different short stories that are just bonkers. Anyways, Chuck Kloisterman, raised in captivity, give it a read or a listen. Okay. Sounds crazy. It's good. Should else? we tell the people our exciting news this week? Yes, we should. <laughs> I'm pregnant. About it? What? No, I'm not pregnant. I'm kidding. What's, uh -oh. what's the exciting news, Brandi? We are doing a YFT Zoom hang. That's, try that's true. Your favorite happy hour? Is that what we're calling it? That is it. Uh, um, so on Friday at 5 o'clock Pacific, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So 5 o'clock my time, 7 o'clock your time, we are going to be doing a Zoom, which means we're going to be able to get 100 of you guys into a Zoom call, and we're all going to hang out, and I'm probably going to get drunk, and Brandy's probably <laughs> going to fucking look at horses off in the distance or something. I don't know. And then we're going we, to answer questions. What are we going to do? Didn't we decide to um, make a little theme of like, of like maybe like an icebreaker topic of what you guys like, what we miss most about Friday nights, right? Because we're all stuck okay. at home, quarantined. Like Friday nights have kind of just become every any night, really. Like, what night is it? Who knows? I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're at home, mm -hmm. so yeah, we're trying to like bring back the excitement of a Friday night. Kick it off for you guys with a little happy hour. I'll probably sip on some bourbon while Wells throws back Margs. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And uh, we can just hang out. Like, you guys can ask questions. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Zoom, but the way it works is, like, to get 100 people in, my mom and I did one last week. So if you joined in, you'll you'll totally know. But we mute everybody when you guys come in because we don't want 100 people talking over each other, basically. 
but there's also a chat, like a typing chat thing, like almost like a chat room. And you guys can type in there and ask questions or like raise your hand and say like, I want, I have a topic or something. And then our host Cleo, who's going to help us out, she's going to filter through and just, and like basically decide who to unmute and kind of give you guys time to talk and ask your questions or get, get a topic going so that we can all hang and have a conversation. Uh, and it worked really well last time. So we're going to give it a go with the YFTers this week. And we're really pumped. I think it's going to be super fun. 5 p.m. Pacific time is when this starts. So on our YFT Instagram, if you're not following, now's the time, at YFT Podcast. We will post the meeting link and the meeting ID for you guys. Uh, if you don't have Zoom, download it. It's an app for your laptop. I think you can also get it on your phone. And then on Friday, when the time comes, you just click on that link and it'll take you to the Zoom meeting. Like well said, only 100 people can get in at a time on a Zoom meeting. So the first 100 people are in. And there is this like waiting room feature where if you miss that cutoff, you can like wait in the waiting room. And if someone leaves, they'll let more people in. So you can do that. But highly suggest logging in at five on that. You know, also I want now that like this kind of like idea is getting fleshed out in front of us. If you have favorite things, I would like yeah. to hear them too. And like, and yeah, exactly. I also want you to pitch it like we do it, you know? And like, we'll have our bells with us, right? So like, if, if oh. someone comes in, it's like, okay, I have a favorite thing. My favorite thing is this fucking show called Liar. It's on the BBC or whatever. And be like, okay, good. You know, I want to hear that stuff. Yeah. yeah, so it doesn't have to be a question by any means. Like in the chat, if you have a favorite thing, you can be like, mm. um, I have a favorite thing or I have a favorite book or I have a favorite show. And and Cleo will, um, will let you guys in one at a time so that you can have the floor. If we like these things, if you guys are liking it, we'll continue doing it. Um, if it sucks, then um, uh, <laughs> that's it. And then who cares? Who gives a shit? Yeah, but we're going to give it a go. We're going to give it the old college try. Yeah, I didn't go to college. I did for a year, actually. Mm, I did for five years. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds horrible. Dude, I feel so bad. Shout out to all the graduates at Old Miss. I felt terrible. The f And actually, this is such a humble brag, but whatever, guys. I was going to say, why does Old Miss? So the fucking dean hit me up and was like, hey, man, we're not able to, you know, we're not having a graduation. We're not having a commencement. Um, will you like do like a message to all the, all the graduates? So I kind of got to, uh, I kind of got to be a commencement speaker. Really? You know, no big deal. Mm -hmm. All right. Is that it? Is that, is that everything? I guess so. All right. That was a fun episode. Yeah, it was good. I liked Chloe a lot. I liked her too. Dying to see her on Paradise. We got to get her on, you know? God. I don't know they how. Need, they need to mix it up. I know. It's just... <laughs> I mean, because of the quarantine and COVID and everything, like everyone's got to kind of pivot. Why not yeah. get her on, you know? I know. Agreed. Um, All right, guys. Well, we'll see you in just a few days in Zoom. How cool. Yeah. Bring your booths. Bring your favorite things. Mm -hmm. and um, Unless you're under 21 and then don't. Yeah. All right. See you, Brandi. Joke, Your love life's the same way. <laughs> Freak. Your love life's the same way. It's the it's so much better that way. <laughs> it's not. It's not. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.